everyone. Welcome back to Fat Chat. Uh, today's topic of conversation came about after a meeting with a client who, despite the fact that she had a ton of food on her particular program, uh, three servings of protein a day, seven vegetables a day, three fruits, two milks, three grains, uh, told me that she picked on this and that uh, because she was still hungry. Now, this wasn't the first time I heard this from a client over the over the many years, but uh, in this case, I looked at her and said, "Quote: You are not hungry most of the time," and figured I better I better talk about this. It's a good topic to talk about on the podcast, folks. Listen, you're not hungry because something smells good, uh, looks good, or tastes good. You're, not, you're also not hungry because there is stress, a deadline, a personal or business problem, anxiety, tension. It's morning, it's afternoon, it's evening. You're alone, you're with thin of friends, you're with fat of friends. It's a weekday, it's a weekend, it's daytime, it's nighttime. Or because you have money problems or because it's raining or it's not raining or it came with the dinner and on and on and on. You're not hungry 24 hours a day, though you may think you are. There are many daily food encounters that we all have. Friends offering food, a restaurant server describing dessert, uh, the smell of popcorn in a movie theater, you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire in New York City, in a New York City street cart, you know, just to name a few. Acknowledging the visual and emotional blitz helps interrupt that knee-jerk reaction that causes you to eat even though you're not hungry. So just knowing you're not hungry most of the time is, is a helpful piece of information. You may even have identified reasons um, to justify your indulgence when you're not hungry. Uh, quote, I, I got so mad at my kids, you know, or uh, I locked my keys in the car. Now, these might seem valid enough reasons to make you eat, but they're not. If you eat when you're angry, does your anger go away? Uh, tired. When, when does food become a replacement for sleeping? I mean, is the party that you went to any better because you came home, you know, stuffed, bloated, feeling fat, uncomfortable, and with lower self-esteem? I mean, was it worth it? You know, obviously, uh, past behavior has not worked. So it's time for a clear vision of what you're trying to accomplish and a mind open to the possibility of change and the knowledge that some discomfort might, dare I say, will occur while you're changing. You know, I heard it I heard it said once that there is no change without change. So the very act of becoming slim, I think you would agree, is a change. Do you eat out of habit, not hunger? Identifying habits requires a little introspection and patience, but most of all, it requires honesty. Once you acknowledge, yes, I do that, you can decide that you don't want to do that anymore and you can begin to do something else instead. You can alter automatic learned responses by creating alternative behaviors that can and do result in permanent change. So identify your eating patterns, including the seemingly insignificant ones, okay, such as, you know, it's only broccoli, some more can't hurt. You know, what ritual thinking is in your subconscious? I mean, try to think about it. Are leftovers a problem, perhaps? Um, does food preparation, you know, end up being, you know, one for you and one for the, you know, one for the pot, you know, one scoop for the bowl and two licks of the spoon for you? Uh, does someone else serve you your food at home or in the office or in a restaurant? Uh, do you finish everything served to you? 
If you buy, prepare, serve, and accept a little less food, you'll eat a little less, and ultimately, you'll be a little less. If you don't bring it into the house, you won't eat it. It's not necessary to finish everything on your plate. It is perfectly fine to leave some food over. Food is wasted if you put it into a body that doesn't need it, right? So if you order less the next time, there'll be less to waste. Remember this. Hunger is something that when your body demands to be fed, an urge passes. Hunger is a physical need. You know, perhaps you haven't eaten all day. An urge is an emotional craving. For example, you ate not long ago, but that donut in the window was looking tasty to you. That's an urge. So start thinking of things that you can do the next time you are thinking about eating, but know that you're not hungry. So for example, uh, perhaps drinking a glass or two of water will help ward off what you think is hunger. If that doesn't do it, perhaps uh, the water and calling a friend is what you need. Or I tell this to my clients all the time, you know, go upstairs, empty out one of your dresser drawers, throw everything out on the floor or on the bed, and then one item at a time, start refolding and replacing them in the drawer. Or take a shower or polish your nails. You know, try every technique available. And you know what? A moment might still be difficult, but that doesn't mean you stop trying. You keep trying. The first time, you know, you try any distract, uh, distraction technique, whatever it might be, it, it might feel a little awkward and uncomfortable because it's different from what you've always done in the past. But no matter how uncomfortable you feel at the beginning of creating a new habit, nothing, nothing is really as uncomfortable as having to choose what to wear based on how much of your body it will cover or selecting what to wear based on, you know, what fits on a particular day. It's the action of taking an action that always gets you the result. It, it, it almost doesn't matter, you know, which techniques you use to begin to try to repattern your habits. What is important is that you take a swift, purposeful, and immediate action when, you, when those thoughts start coming into your head that you're hungry and you know you're not. The quicker the action, the quicker the moment of anxiety passes and you find yourself sticking to your program for longer and longer stretches of time. It's becoming more comfortable. It's becoming more enjoyable. It's becoming routine. In other words, it's becoming your new preferred behavior rather than eating when you're not hungry. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, please email us at info at fatchatpodcast.com or message us at Facebook or Twitter at Wait No More DC. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff we do and info we provide, please visit us at WaitNoMoreDietCenter.com and you can sign up there for our free monthly electronic newsletter. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Wait No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.